Hey Paul, are you ready for another episode of Product and Cake? I sure am, Gonche. I'm really excited to talk about GPT-3 today. It's such a fascinating and potentially game-changing technology. Definitely. GPT-3 has the ability to generate human-like text, which could have huge implications for the product and tech world. Absolutely. In this episode, we want to discuss the potential impact of GPT-3 and what changes it could bring. We'll also explore some of the potential drawbacks and concerns surrounding this technology. Sounds like a great discussion. Let's dive in. Let's do it. And as always, thank you for joining us on Product and Cake. <laughs> <laughs> so in case uh, you felt like this explanation or this opening was the best we've ever had, it is because we didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It is written by ChatGPT. Exactly. And as mentioned already by the AI in the, in the introduction, it is a, basically a chat interface where you can type in everything and you get answers. I, as an example, just right before, asked it to uh, tell me an explanation of chat GPT in a funny way. And it gave this as a response. ChatGPT is like having a robotic best friend who's always available to chat and offer advice, even if it's not always the best advice. So if you're feeling lonely or just need someone to talk to, just hit up ChatGPT and they'll be happy to listen and provide some semi-coherent responses. That's unbelievable. And I think what, what fascinates me so much about it that... You can now, inside of the chat, you could type, ah, oh, no, make it more technically. And the AI got the context and mm -hmm. is understanding that it was explaining something and that this explanation should change now to something else. So it's a real dialogue. Yeah, I'm, I'm not technical at all, so I, I don't necessarily understand what's uh, happening there. <laughs> But uh, at least to... Compare it to other personal assistants or other AI chats that I've tried before. It is mind-blowing to me that I can tell it a new command, like make it shorter, make it funnier, um, add my name to it. And then it understands that this is related to the previous thing that we discussed. And this, this for me is very interesting because I haven't seen it before. Like every time I'm telling Echo to turn off the light... And then I t tell it, oh, turn on the light again. It asks me again, which light do you mean? Yeah. Like, it doesn't, it does not have any memory of what we just talked about. Exactly. And this is something I saw for a long time in all AI kind of uh, projects you can check out. I have also the same problem at home that I have a light that is called living room and a speaker mm. that is called living room. And if I say, turn on the music in living room, the AI is asking, which device do you mean? And then I said, the audio playback. And then it says, I don't get what you want. Please repeat. Right? And it was always like, okay, the AI will never understand mm -hmm. and will never be able, or not in the short term, be able to really follow a conversation. And now this changes completely. And... We both and the whole internet is super excited because 
what it means is that you don't need to have someone explaining you something. Or in mm -hmm. other words, the AI is able to explain you everything, everything that is known already. And it can combine it with literal styles. For mm -hmm. example, you could say, give me an example about climate change in the words of Edgar Allan Poe. Ooh, and that's interesting. That's crazy. And it's just a very small step. If you think about it, you could um, say, give me, give me a product tech um, explanation about the basic principles in the words of Steve Jobs. But wait, I don't want to read all of that. Give me a podcast out of it. And then you are listening to the podcast and you have the nice. ability to say, wait, I don't get this. Please explain it to me in, in other words. Or this is even easy, but you could say, hey, wait, from my experience, this is completely different and it's much more important to check the North Star metrics instead of the OKRs or whatever. Yeah. And then it will react and it will explain you the context and mm -hmm. the, the things, how they are connected. Yeah, one of the things that uh, we tried or one of the first things that we tried was to ask it to write a ticket. And then we asked it, uh, we si explained a very simple bug. Create a ticket based on the bug that uh, the offers are not showing on the product page. And then it wrote a description. And then we asked, make it in a Jira format. And then it wrote a very beautiful ticket with steps to reproduce, the impact, how many users are affected, uh, the expected outcome, the existing outcome, everything. It was one of the best tickets. Yeah. It was a proper ticket. And um, and then we asked it that why the priority is P1. And it explained that this is impacting Uh, all of users because the offers are not shown on the product page. The product page is one of the main pages. Like it created a very nice explanation. And then we told it that, no, it should be a P2 bug, not a P1. And it wrote, uh, again, a couple of uh, descriptions why it should, uh, should be a P1. And then it immediately uh, changed it and said, okay, This is a P2 bug because even though it is impacting da-da-da, it is not one of the main pages that we have. It is the da-da-da. So it was very interesting to see how I, as a product manager, can also make my life a little bit easier. Because, for example, writing a ticket is something that takes a lot of time. But as long as you have the main context, you can make it um, in a proper format with this. Exactly. And one thing that totally blew my mind was that it was adding the the section of steps to reproduce mm -hmm. and then the expectation that the production database is working and we just set up an item and the item um, is saved in the database and yeah. should be shown on the page but is not shown. So And all of that <clears throat> is just coming from one sentence on yeah. our main page. The, the article is not listed. And that's Unbelievable because it um, it continues not only that it has or it took so much context out of this very generic sentence. You can talk about the ticket as you described and say, hey, no, it's lower priority or add this and that context. But then I as a developer can continue the conversation mm -hmm. and I could say, I don't get why this and that is mentioned here. And the AI will explain. So it's not one static ticket report it's a yeah it's a living instance 
that has more information. And for us as product managers, it's very obvious that you need to set up an item first and you expect that it, this will be shown. But for a new joiner, maybe it's not so obvious. Or in other words, that I, I see always a lot of things that are so obvious for product managers who work on that product for already a long time and it's so difficult to step back and think about okay if i would do know nothing about the product what should i explain yeah. and to be honest i'm super bored of explaining over and over again the same things <laughs> for some tickets that feels like minor bucks but the ai is never bored it will just throw it in yeah and now we have this generic thing but this will be trained to our specific use case Mm -hmm. And will be a product AI for our platform. And then you say, hey, I have this bug and it is answering, wait, it's not a bug. The other team just implemented it like that. Yeah. And yeah. then you can say why. And it will explain you and give you the, the market details and everything. Yeah. So what is also interesting, I don't exactly know what are the um, materials that it has been fed. But do you know what, what are the things that it's studied? Yeah, it's... It, reads all public available content on the internet so okay. this is about 60% of their knowledge and then there are some more sources of truth like wikipedia and some other projects i forgot which exactly but they were very small. and github and github exactly github wikipedia and one or two more kind of these pages and it did it in 2021 so okay. this is the yeah. And the other day we were talking, you mentioned that this has X amount of uh, po is source points or something, yeah. and then there is going to be the next updating version. Exactly. The So it is a, a, a network, right? It's not a, a long if-then-else chain, ah, okay. right? It's not reco recognizing, okay, she mentioned the word ticket, so I should have steps to reproduce and a title and a description. Instead, it's a network of knowledge and it predicts the next best word, right? So it takes the context and then it says, okay, she was, there is the context poem and a lot of poems starts, or better example is maybe a tale and a lot of tales starts with once upon a time. And mm -hmm. then it starts to predict the next best word. And it does it based on the network that connects out of 175 billion connections. Oh, wow. So it reads all of that. It creates this massive network. And this 175 billion connections are 100 gigabyte big. Okay. And that's basically not much, right? Yeah. You have that amount of storage in your phone, your phone yeah. easily. So you will carry that with you in a short amount of time and it will answer without the need of internet. <laughs> and But even more impressive, the next version that is already announced, the GPT-4, will contain 100 trillion connections. Oh, wow. So we are now that blown away from this 175 billion And it will be much, much, much better and more up-to-date and with more knowledge. That's crazy. It is an exponential growth of how AI has been improved in the past few years. Yeah. And this is also a super nice picture of this exponential growth because they say um, AI development is like filling the Michigan lake with water, mm -hmm. but just you starting with a spoon. 
and then you double the amount of water by each round. round. By each round, and the time for each round is cut in half. So years over years, nothing is happening, and you see not more than a tiny, tiny, tiny little spoon. Exactly. And then you double it each time you want to add more water. So it goes exactly one spoon, two spoon, four spoon. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. And now we are on a level that the time for each round is shorter and shorter or cut into mm -hmm. half. And the growth is doubled for in easy words. Right. So the next step will be even more unbelievable. And the step after that is even one way further that will change our jobs completely. Yeah, and this is very important, the part that you mentioned, uh, it changes our jobs. Um, we can look at it in two different ways. It can either uh, take over our jobs. So uh, there are for sure are some people that will be afraid that, yeah, I'm useless now. It can write tickets instead of me. It can explain things better to the tech team. If I feed it all the uh, documents and the data, probably it will uh, work. If It will be a better product manager than I am. Or I can look at it in a different way and say, oh, I can utilize this to make my life easier as a product manager. I, it takes some time for me to respond to emails in a very professional tone. Uh, also, as a millennial, I have this uh, innate scare of sending emails and then there is something wrong in it there is a typo <laughs> or i forgot the att attachment or something like i don't know if it's um uh, for i know that feeling too yeah, yeah. so <laughs> every email that i need to send i'm re reading it 20 times rewriting it and i can give it the context uh just send the email write the email in the chat and said write a response to this email and say yes or say no to to this request and it can write that for me i can just copy and paste it change a couple of words here and there probably and send it so it can save a lot of time for me and then i can focus more for example on the strategy of the product or on the growth options and potentials of the product yeah definitely and this is one point to view but um I mean, the AI have all the knowledge and could easily support you also in creating the strategy, making yeah. a roadmap out of it, creating designs and writing tickets. So the what it is not able to do is doing creative work. As mm -hmm. explained, it's, it took the whole knowledge of humankind uh, until 2021 and gives you that as a tool. Mm -hmm. And you need to make use of it. Yeah. And still there are humans needed to add this next level of creativity or find the blind spots of this algorithm. Because uh, it's it could generate an email, but maybe you need to add the extra touch in yeah. one or two percent of the cases. But this brings me to the question, how many product manager do you need for that? Mm -hmm. At the moment, we have a lot here and... If most of their work is automated, we maybe need two or three more that are super deep into strategy, super smart, super able to use all the tools that are mm -hmm. available. That's one possibility. The other one is, I also see a lot of people who are not 
able to understand it or not willing to mm -hmm. to to think yeah. about or not even come to the idea what to ask to make their daily life easier and that's basically exactly the same with Google for example where they said okay now all the knowledge of the of everything is available but you still need to know what, what to google and what is advertisement what is real content what is fake news and so on and it will become easier but still you need to know what to ask the ai exactly yeah and It has been fed the the knowledge of uh, humanity up until 2021, as you said. And within that knowledge, there has been a lot of systematic biases as well. Yeah. So I think one layer of touch that we as humans still need to add to it is to make sure that these systematic biases are noticed and taken out slowly and slowly out of this. Yeah. The EU is working. EU is working on a regulation for artificial intelligences, oh. and they define multiple levels. And the uh, complete autonomous AI is forbidden. Mm -hmm. And then there are multiple assistant ways for humans to make user out of it, and it needs to be written down yeah. and visualized for the users and so on. So I'm pretty sure, or I know that there are a lot of smart people mm -hmm. working on that, thinking about it. And, but all in all, however this will turn out, it's now a turn point in history and we need to think about how to make use in our private lives, in, in our business lives. And so the idea of open AI is basically to make that open, right? Yeah. So nothing stops you to start to train your own model us for have a car model for example and pipe all our knowledge into it and mm -hmm. have an assistant i can talk about cars and find the best rates and we need to dive into and i think every company that want to survive needs to think about how to position themselves to this new technology yeah or, or this evolution step yeah we need to be able to utilize it in a way that pushes us forward exactly and it it pushes you forward on a private life. Yeah. I, I got a, a picture booked with a poor quality and I just gave the AI the, the sentence, the quality is poor, I want to complain. And it generates me a perfect email that is super, <laughs> super friendly and asking for help. And it took me 30 seconds to, to give the context, to copy paste the answer and send it. Yeah. So, yeah. I also asked that for some quick pasta recipes and to what to eat for lunch. <laughs> I mean, I'm still in the phase that I'm playing around a lot with it. I'm asking to turn everything into funny poems. Yeah, and that's a nice thing. <laughs> also, songs is super, super interesting. It's, it's crazy. And it's now the time to play with it and yeah. to don't be scared and talk with people about it. That at least helped me a lot mm -hmm. because I also feel... Felt already very depressed over the weekend when I <laughs> just started. Um, yeah, and but thanks no. for sharing it. Yeah, you're welcome. Of course, I'm. I'm looking forward what we will make out of it. Yeah, I'm also very interested what is going to happen in the music industry because we already have a lot of AI generated music, but mainly without a lyric. Yeah, and this can provide that. Um, the written ver uh, version of it. So combined, we can have um, the AI, open AI winning all the 
trophies next year <laughs> in M AMAs. Maybe we we will see it, and for sure there will be a label AI generated. Yeah. I guess in some black sheep's who who use it but don't state it. Hmm. It's definitely a very very big topic, and I'm sure we will talk about this again for sure. But if you have some time, check it out. It's really fun. You should take the time because <laughs> it's changing everything right now. We will link the link it. You find it googling, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. So thank you for listening up to this point. I really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. And if you have any feedback for us, we would love to hear it, right? Yes, totally. Feedback and questions and also opposite opinions are always welcome. And also, if you have any recommendation for us, what topic to talk about, if you have any person in mind that you think we should interview for any specific topic you have in mind, we would love to hear that. So you can send it to us via email. Yeah, sure. Or via social media networks, you will find us. I guess. Yes, there will be some info of how to contact us in the description. Yeah, Look or, for it. Or send it via snail mail to Mobility Office and write <laughs> CO Product and Cake Podcast. So a lot of people will know about the podcast then. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Let's do it. Thank you. And bye again.